Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90 Day Money Challenge. It's day 11 of my 90 day quest to uproot all my deep money insecurities and really transform my relationship with money. And before we dive into today's thought, I just want to uh, thank everybody who's been engaging. It's been super fun to uh, hear your own personal insights and receive messages and engaging conversations. This work is super fascinating to me. I'm such a transformation junkie that um, I love it when people like start to really engage and ask themselves questions. And uh, it's been fun for me and it's been fun to, to get to witness some of you as well. So please keep engaging. It's been awesome. Okay, let's dive into today's thought. So today's thought is I'll never make money doing what I love. Whew. Yeah, that, that thought's got some weight to it. It's got some cultural weight to it. Um, and the thoughts and images that come up for me when I really dive in and ask, is this true? Like the reasons why I think it's true are thoughts like it's a cold, hard world and, um, you know, artists starve out there and, and creative people can't make a living. And well, if you're not a lawyer, a doctor, um, a banker or I don't even know what is it now, a software engineer, you're not going to make a solid living, you know, or maybe it's, well, there are some people out there who just get lucky, but you can't rely on that. Um, it's like really like where the critic and the realist destroy the dreamer. So all of that creates a certain kind of pressure and our society so believes it is so deeply ingrained that it's very difficult to escape that. And I'll share a little bit more about my experience at Microsoft with that, uh, but very difficult to escape that. So let's ask it again, because um, <laughs> it's always a, a repetitive process of, okay, is it true? Uh, look again, look even closer. Is it really true? I'll never make money doing what I love. Now, if I look at my life right now, it's not true. So I'd have to say no, because right now I'm running an agency that does make me money even when I'm not doing anything. Even when other people are working, I'm making some money. And what am I doing in that time when I'm not working? I'm doing things that I love to do, like writing, like my own physical practice, which is a big part of my life, uh, like planning content to teach and to share online and all that stuff is a uh, things that I love to do uh, including like making these videos is something that is just super fun and I love to do it um, so it's not true that I'll never make money doing what I love and this actually brings up a whole nother line of questioning which I really encourage you to go down which is what do you love to do like when I ask myself that question, what do I really love? Like what do I most love to do? 
And for me, the answer is resoundingly, it's all about transformation and inspiration. Basically, anything that's super inspirational, I love it. Anything that's like super deep in there and engaging and like brings out our emotion, I love it. And anything that's where, where bravery is involved, I think because I grew up without a lot of models of like, um, of bravery in, in um, of like vulnerable bravery without a group without a lot of that, it's, it's become the most beautiful thing for me, like seeing people transform or change themselves and seeing people do it in a honest and vulnerable way is like amazing. So what do I love to do most is anything related to that writing. Like I'm starting a book that's about energy pools and I'm about a, an eighth of the way through writing that book. And it's really exciting because it's all about how to work with our own energy and change uh, what we're um, focusing on and how to balance our energy pools to have limitless energy. So that's a really exciting thing that I am actually doing, that I'm working on, that I love. So I, I encourage you to look into that. What do you really love to do? What do you really love? Okay, so then let's come back. I'll never make money doing what I love. How do I react and what happens in my system when I'm believing that thought? I feel already defeated, like the war is over, I lost, and now I'm basically put to work in a factory, I have no choice. This is the feeling I get, it's like, well, I tried to do what I loved, but I got squashed, I lost. That's just not the way it is, that's just not what people do, can't fight the system sad, depressed, stuck, and had some images come up of my dad who um, has some elements of his job that he really loves, like research and writing, <clears throat> and, uh, and then had some elements, I remember growing up, that really weighed on him super heavily, and I think I absorbed that, like that he worked really hard and, you know, was always tired, and that you know, he's part of the college system. And within that system, he felt stuck. Like, well, I have to do this kind of administrative work if I'm going to get to do the work that I really love. And there was no sense of freedom of, um, like, creative possibility that I that I received uh, from him around, like, possibility of breaking out of that system. I can even feel as I'm talking about it, my voice getting a little bit quieter and a little bit smaller. I don't know if you noticed that change, um, but it's like everything feels like sad. Feels sad. I'll never make enough money doing, I'll never make money doing what I love. That's a sad thought. It's very heavy. And the constriction, I think, comes from the the known world like and I'll, I'll come back into microsoft like for example in microsoft everything is known your entire path at microsoft is set you can't really invent a new path unless there's some well actually <laughs> maybe that's how convincing this belief is that i really 
so got sucked into the system and the way most people are thinking that I didn't create for myself a way to do what I really loved within that company. But you know what? I bet we could question that thought that even within a company like Microsoft that is pretty corporate, pretty large, uh, that you can't do what you love. So you caught me on that one. Um, but it's believing in this like known world. Here are my options. At first, I'd be, I'm a software engineer, level one, and then level two, and then so on and so on and so on and so on, and then become a manager and then so on. And it's just set. The path is set and that's it. I, so now I, instead of doing what I love, I have to do what Microsoft, the company loves, which is be uh, an ant on the trail. And, um, and that is in itself very heavy and confining. So totally free of that thought. Do it with me. Totally free of the thought that I'll never make money doing what I love. <sighs> Let's take a breath on that. I feel a sense of possibility. It's like this little spark that's like, ooh, if I follow that, I might get to do something exciting. And then if I follow that, well, I might create something. And then if I create that thing, then I might make money from that thing. Oh, and then there's another idea, and then I might follow that. And then that will lead me to this other person who will then lead me to this opportunity who then will collaborate on something with, and then that will make me money. And now I have two things going on. Oh, and then there's this other person who met me through that first person, and now we're doing a separate project, and those things are complete, or maybe they're running on their own, like the agency that I've built that is starting to run on its own. And now all of a sudden there's this possibility of like really expanding and growing and kind of weaving like a river. And that feels like a life worth living. That feels like a life where I can do what I love and make a living. Oh, yeah, one more breath with that. That's a big change. Whew. Yeah, I can feel the heat of my body changing, actually. I feel a little bit sweaty, just expanding. Yeah, okay, so let's look at some of these turnarounds. So I'll never make enough, I'll never make money doing what I love turns around to I'll always make money doing what I love. And if I look at my life right now, there, there is somebody working right now and making me money. And so I basically get paid to exist right now. Now, I'm not making millions right now from that but I am making money and there's the proof right there that I can do what I love. Like while I'm recording this video, which is something that I love, I'm making money. There's the proof. I'll always make money doing what I love. Yeah. Okay. Let's turn it around a different way. I'll never make money doing what I hate. So for this one, I want to take the meaning of making money into uh, making a sustainable living uh, because it becomes very obvious here that if I'm doing something I hate, like the work at Microsoft started out as something I just didn't particularly care for. And then I sort of, 
I was sort of okay with it, but then that started to grow a little bit of resentment and it eventually became something where I was like, oh, I can't stand showing up every day. And I just totally burnt out. It's not sustainable. There's no way that you can make it through your life having a great time, feeling like really joyful most of the time while doing something you hate. Just not possible. Yeah, the factory model is for machines, not for humans. Humans need a human, a unique-based model. So, yeah, that seems quite true there. And um, the energy that we get, uh, like I said, in the um, in the like being free of the thought, that like aliveness then leads us to create something, and then something else, and something else. And already in the week that I've been doing all of these uh, deep thoughts, I've already been reached out to with uh, an opportunity that I'm going to follow up with that I would have never expected if I hadn't tried something like launching into this uh, 90-day challenge and sharing it. Uh, so there, there's always this flow and it's about the unknown, whereas the, the heavy world of I'll never make money doing what I love is based on this known world where, oh, you're interacting with these set of possibilities and it's A, B, or C. Take your pick. It's probably going to suck either one, but you, you get that limited choice versus just complete creativity. Like I could do anything and I know what I love to do. That's where it comes back to knowing what you love to do. I know what I love to do, so I'm not going to do anything, but I'm going to do those things and I'm going to figure out and connect with who other, uh, the other people who are doing those things, who love to do similar things. Okay. Yeah. That is my big one for you today. And it's possible we'll return to that one. Yeah. I'll never make money doing what I love is a pretty big common one, but please leave me some comments, leave me your insights. Um, I love having these conversations with you and I will see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business from virtual assistance to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. You've got to check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.